crap, look at that. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. Today, I think we're going to talk about pricing a little bit because this time of year, it always kind of blows up in the Facebook group. Our free Facebook group is called Landscaping Business Owners. If you're not in it, hop in there. It's a big group. Uh, Everyone's a little spirited right now around pricing. Well, we always kind of have to shut down the pricing questions and we're not doing it to be jerks. It's not that we don't want to help people with pricing. It's just that you can't like hop into a Facebook group and be like, what should I charge for this and get like real answers? And I I also believe there's many new people. Uh, Springtime comes around, there's many new people that are getting into the business. And, you know, they are obviously starting from somewhere and we welcome that. Well, Um, everybody starts somewhere and like nobody's born knowing how to estimate properly. So if you've been doing anything that is like weird or somebody's like, no, don't do that, do this, like... It's, it's a tough one because a lot of people have a lot of opinions on it as well. And if you don't know any better and you are new, then you could take bad advice. Yeah. And then just the other issue that comes up is when people are asking these questions, they are not providing enough information for us to accurately even give you anything close to an estimate. Yeah. Because we're happy to help. There's other people that in there that will give you. It's, it's nice to kind of know like some general things of like in general what other people are charging just for some kind of reference point. But, you know, we're here in Northwest Indiana. Our answers aren't going to be the same as somebody who's in like New York City or well, that and just there's so many east, It's so that. much more expensive or, you know, if yeah. you get to the coast, it's more expensive. If you're in the middle of nowhere, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. So today we're going to kind of go over some of the things that should be considered when First off, asking those questions in the Facebook group, but just general questions you need to be asking yourself when you're going to do an estimate. So we're going to talk about a few of those things that you need to consider. All right, what you got for um, Go. So, well, I guess going back to the Facebook group, if you do make a comment in there and it has something to do in reference to the How much pricing, did I charge yes, for you may get shut down if you do not give enough answers. I believe there's eight questions that we ask you to get. There and this is, is posted in there. Is it in the... Well, it's in the announcement section. Okay. It's also in the guide section. And now it's being posted every single day. And we're not doing it to be jerks. We're not doing it to be a pain in the ass. We are doing it because we want you to start thinking about these things. We want you to consider all the things that go into an estimate. Um, and the reason for this is because we want you to be profitable. If you're not doing well and you're not making money, then you're just doing it as a hobby and you're probably not going to last very long. So No, this really, landscaping, I mean, it's a tough business. It's not really, it is. It's not really a hobby well, business. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, getting a little off track, this is why we started the Facebook group, because we wanted to help people. We want people to mm-hmm. better themselves. Oh, because we've already money. made just about every mistake oh, that yeah. there is to make. Oh, we've yeah. seen them all, probably done most of them. Twice. So <laughs> Right? So. But anyhow, if you do make a post about 
you know, what should I charge for this? And it does get shut down. What typically happens is the moderators, they have been instructed this by us to, to turn off the comments on their question and they will post what questions are required. It's a little image that'll pop up below there. And if you like, you can go back and answer those questions and correct the post you made. So after you do that, you can message either myself or whoever shut down the comments and put that post up that, you know, you correct the thing and they will turn it back on. That's how it works in here. And we're going to stress this till I think you're, you'll probably make another post on it in the group as well. Oh, yeah. 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 And I, I just did a Facebook live the other day on it and I'll probably do a couple more on it. We're just well, not everybody us. sees yes. it. And like I said, there's a lot of people that are new to the group, new to the landscaping world in general. So. Mm -hmm. We just want so. to make sure everybody knows, and I just I don't want people's feelings getting hurt because people do get a little oh, yeah. feathers ruffled about it. Yeah, and it goes both ways, and yeah. I, I we totally understand it. It's just to, we have to appease the masses, I guess, and <laughs> this is probably one of the best ways we've done it. We've tried all their methods, and uh, we're trying to do our best. We we yeah, want to help want people, but. You have to answer these questions, like I well, said. I don't want people getting like bad information. I would no. feel really bad if somebody took some bad advice that they got from God knows who yeah. and applied it to their business and then ended up losing their butt. That would make me very sad. Well, one of the like things that. we see is people say, oh, just take your materials, multiply by two or multiply by three. Do not do that. We did that back in the 80s oh, like and 90s. Years ago. It may work for a bit, but after a while, it will not work. As your overhead starts growing, you are just guessing the whole time if you're recovering, recovering your overhead. So that's one of the things we kind of want to get into. We kind of got a little sidetrack on the Facebook page, but All right. it's very important. So so what do you want people to know? So one of the first things you say, and people will respond to this, you need to know your numbers when you post those type of questions. If and you do not know your numbers, hit us up, milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash academy. We have courses in there that will tell you how to calculate all of these numbers so that you know what they are and then that way you can put together an estimate that you are confident will be profitable so well yeah and that's on why that note, it's there <laughs> we actually had a accountant bring this up to us and yeah we didn't ask about any of this an accountant brought this up to us and said everything that we've had members that are doing the stuff she works with academy. one of our, she works with a couple of yeah. our members yeah and she has gone through the books with some of those members that are using our systems and the numbers are yep. spot on spot so on. That was, that's awesome we were gloating. We were patting yeah. ourselves yes, on the we back were. when she told us that. We're like, yes, Well, thank you. you know, we, we saw the results from us. Yeah. And now we're taking it and, and teaching everybody else. So that was yeah. that was awesome to hear. The systems that we use do work. They will help you make profits. And hearing an accountant say that, yes. an outside person say that is, is awesome. Yes, the accountant was like, oh, these people have their numbers together. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, that's the point. So... <laughs> One of the first things you need to consider is to look at your overhead. Now we've done multiple overhead webinars and workshops on this. Yeah, um, we just did a two workshops in, yeah, the, in the past uh, month. Like, yeah, the past like four weeks, you've done at least two, I think, workshops yeah. on how to add up your overhead. Mm -hmm. And so basically just quick thing on overhead because we can spend a whole hour, but we're not going to. So overhead is basically all your utilities and everything that cannot be billed directly to a customer for. So like, you know, it's not going to be mulch, it's not going to be rock, it's not going to be, it may not be not the owner's salary. Not in use like direct yeah. costs, It's going to be yeah. your utilities, your gas bills, your water bills, your rents. It could be your CPA fees, your attorney fees, anything like that. That's kind of is your overhead. Perhaps the owner's salary, perhaps the owner's vehicle, it depends. Depends um, on if you're working out in the field or not. Yeah, and there's a way you can go about splitting that up if you are, but we won't get into those details today. But you have to know your overhead. You have to know what it costs you to run your business. Well, because the whole point of like making money is 
it's like pretty obvious that you have to pay off the direct costs that go into the job. Like people can conceptualize and understand, okay, I have to pay for the mulch and the rocks and the blocks or whatever goes into the job you're doing. Like people get that. Mm -hmm. It gets a little weird, not weird, but harder to think about when you're like, okay, I have all this other stuff to pay for, but how do I build my electric bill to a job? Like it's it's harder to conceptualize. And that's where people, I think, maybe get a little bit stuck. Yeah, and there's multiple different ways to recover that overhead, you know, how you spread it out. And it just depends on the system you use. There's like the single overhead recovery, the multiple overhead recovery, the dual overhead recovery, the overhead profit per hour. There's field labor hours. There's multiple different ways. And we're not going to get into which one's better. Some better, some worse. But but, using some sort of systematic approach is always better than just making up numbers. Yeah, yeah. So basically what it does is takes that overhead and kind of splits it up among every single job you do. And that's how you're recovering your pain for that overhead. The way we like to tell people is, and I got told this from um, Charles Vanderkoy. Years ago. Yeah, he said, think of overhead as getting one large bill of January 1st slapped on your desk and you have to pay that off. Every profit that you make on every single job, all those profits go to paying that overhead. Once that's paid off, then you make a true profit. That's what we call a true profit. So typically that's not until It can take you to fall to pay all that September, October, November. Um, so while you think you're rolling in money early yeah. in the season when you're like, oh, I'm getting all this work done. Look at all this money I'm bringing in. It's like, well, if your head's not paid off, mm-hmm. you're not really, yeah. really making profit yeah. quite yet. So, so. You, like, and this is something that bit us in the butt. We weren't watching our overhead. We, you know, we show, we do our job costing and we show a profit on every job. But like, well, so we, well yeah, we weren't doing it yeah. right. But, but every, our after, gross profits, yeah. our gross profit margins mm-hmm. looked healthy. They yeah. looked great. Yeah, the jobs it looks good. But then once we started realized we weren't watching overhead, we found out that we, we were not recovering oh, all overhead. Yeah. So it took us till like December if we broke even. So it, mm-hmm. it really hurt us. So yeah, we ran right at that break even mm-hmm. rate level for years. Yeah, so you have to understand your overhead. That's one of the key numbers. Well, because that's what lets you put together estimates that will be profitable. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I can say that enough. You have to know that so you can use one of these recovery systems to charge enough Mm -hmm. (laughs) to make those profits that you really, really want. Absolutely. And if you're not doing that, you're just guessing. You know, if you're just taking it, multiplying by two or three or just adding a certain percentage because you heard it's industry specific, you need to know your business numbers, your overhead. Um, This is one of the key things. We can't tell you when you start posting what should I charge. We don't know your overhead. So that's one of the things that you have to answer in that group. But what's your percentage of overhead or, you know, what's your cost per man hour with overhead? That's one of the first questions we ask in that group. So the second thing you need to understand is what you pay your people. Now, I'm not just talking just your average wage or something like that. You need to know your wage plus your labor burden. That's one of the key numbers. And many people don't think about that. It's like the overhead is easy to kind of like forget about because mm-hmm. it's a little harder to conceptualize mm-hmm. because it's not like labor's easy. It's like, oh, that guy makes 15 bucks an hour. That's set. It's 15 bucks. But your labor burden can get a little like whatever because that it depends because it depends on insurance. It depends on your FICA, FUDA, SUDA. Yeah. Like, so there are other variables involved that are not as cut and dry. Yeah. So you have to think about all that FICA, FUDA, SUDA. And it can even start adding in any benefits. So if you pay health insurance, you pay get, time off. Yeah any vacation time, sick time, you can even include uniforms in there. Now, uniforms can go either way. You can either put it in your overhead or you can put it into your mm-hmm. labor burden. However, as as it goes just, in yeah, don't put it in both, but put it in one or the other. So that's one of the big factors too. You have to consider that because now if you think you have an employee that's making $20 an hour, they may be, depending on the benefits you pay them, 
They may be a $26, $27 employee, maybe more. It depends on what you give them. So it's one of the key numbers you have to think about. So I'll see people, oh, my average wage is 20 bucks an hour, and that's what they're bidding the jobs at. And you're like, no, because if you don't know these numbers and you are just charging the $20 an hour for the average wage, you still have to pay taxes. You still have to pay all these other things, and that comes out of your profits. So that's another area where if you're like, well, I just, gosh darn, I don't know where my profits went. It's like, well, (laughs) this could have eaten them up if you don't properly account for them. So once again, that's why we have this all in the academy is because people just don't think about it. Mm -hmm. And it can, like we said, it's kind of hard to conceptualize, but once you can kind of have a system, a systematic approach to getting it all figured out, then it's easy to tweak from there. Yeah, so you have to know your overhead, you have to know your labor burden and your average wage. The other thing to factor in there too is is overtime. We work a lot of overtime in the landscape industry. So if you're figuring only 20 bucks an hour is your average wage, do you have an overtime factor in there? That's something to think about because if you're working all this overtime and you're paying time and a half, you're losing a lot of money. So mm-hmm. that's something to, to definitely consider or just stick to the eight hours a day. But most of us can't do that. So <laughs> Sorry. Good luck with that. But, um, yeah. I mean, if you can, that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, it's more money in your pocket, but you can account for it in your bids. So overhead, labor, burden, and labor are one of the biggest things we see that people miss out on. So then from there, you're going to add in, you know, all your material. And that should be pretty straightforward. You should be able to figure out whatever your material is. You need to look at, when you're doing the material, you need to look at any delivery fees, any sales tax if you pay stuff on that. You need to make sure you figure all that stuff out, everything that goes into that job. You know, if you happen to be on a job a long time, you have to get a porta potty, that needs to be in there. Dumpster fees. Yep, anything like that, you know. Well, that, that brings Different up. permits. Yep. Yeah. So if it could be billed directly to a job, it should be in there. Yeah, that's like if you have a dumpster like at the job. Yeah, or you, I mean, you can even put a dump fee if you have to, like you cut out material and you have to take it like concrete. You oh, to take sure, it to take it somewhere, yeah. Make sure you include that in there. We always tell people like, don't forget little things like sod staples, paint, marker paint. Those are some little things that add up really yeah. quickly. If you miss them like on one estimate, whatever. But if you miss out on that over the whole season, mm-hmm. that can easily end up being, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, so what we recommend to people is think about it. when you first step foot on that job and you know, before you start, do you go out and mark everything out with the paint? You know, think of every single thing that goes in that job that whenever you mark it out, lay it out, whatever it is, needs to put in there. Time-wise, you need to start thinking of your, that's the next thing, is, is your people. You know, if you're going out there as a supervisor and just checking on people, that needs to be accounted for in your labor. So not only your time, you know, we're kind of getting into production hours now. So that's the next thing is your production hours or how long it takes you to do the job. We need to think of everything and how long it takes to do a job and multiply that by your wage and average wage. And that's going to include any supervision time, you know, your times, if you have a designer or anything like that needs to be built into all that. Yeah. Um, If you're not using production hours, I literally don't even know how you can do job costing. Or like, how do you know? Because you have to have something tangible. You need to be able to compare the amount of time you actually spend on a job versus what you had put into the estimate. Mm-hmm. So not only do you have to make sure you're estimating in production hours, man hours, whatever you want to call them, you need to make sure that you are filling out work forms, like you'd like some kind okay. of daily work form, yeah. job sheet, where you are keeping track or use an app, something where you are then tracking how much time you actually spent on the job. Because if you don't have those to compare apples to apples, then like, how do you yeah. know if you're estimating right? Yeah. So just a quick recap, we got one more to go over, but we have your overhead needs to be figured, your average wage and labor burden, and then your, you know, you have materials, 
you're figuring in production hours and how long it takes you to do some because that's you're figuring this job's going to take me 10 hours multiply it by your average wage plus your labor that's going to tell you you know how much your labor is going to cost you and then from there you need to add equipment and this is something that many people don't even think about they're not figuring out what it costs for the trucks they're not figuring out what their equipment is or they're just guessing there's ah, 20 bucks for this 20 bucks for that or 200 bucks for the skits or whatever it is you need to think about that you know if you have to rent a piece of equipment make sure you include all that if you're renting equipment, if you have to go pick it up or there's a delivery fee for it, make sure that's added in that. Anything that you get billed for for that job should be billed to that customer. And we- It's almost like there's a lot to this. Yes, there is. Well, there is. And that's why we're really sympathetic to people that like, if you've messed it up, we get it. There's a oh. lot to it. There's a lot to think about, especially if you're new. This is another reason why we have all of our estimating systems in spreadsheets because we have this all in the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. So it's already there. So you see it, so you don't have to remember it because yeah. remembering things, I don't, know, ooh, I don't know how much people know you, but remembering things is Scott's not strong point. It's, it's one of his weaknesses. He remembers fine. nothing. Well, I have so many things going on, so I have to write it down. So if yeah. I see it, I'll remember it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and most landscaping business owners have a lot going on. So mm-hmm. it's hard to, especially if you're putting this together, you know, your estimate together at like nine o'clock at night after you've already worked all day, fed your kids, put them to bed. And then you like, how are you supposed to sit down and like coherently put this together? That's yeah, so. nobody can do that. And so that's why we do have everything in our spreadsheets listed out very specifically. That way you just take some of that remembering out of it because, I mean, and especially now that we're over 40, like forget it. We're not going to remember anything. It's all mashed potatoes. And so the next thing, the last thing you need to consider is your profit on top of all that. So you have your overhead that's yeah. getting factored in. You have your average wage, your labor burden, you have your equipment, you have figuring everything in production hours, how long it takes to do things. We have our material. And now after all that stuff, now we have to put in our percentage profit that we want to make on it, whether it's 10, 15, 20%, whatever it is you want to make on that job. And that's so a good amount, just FYI. Yeah. That's a good net for a landscaping business. Yeah. A lot of people really focus on gross. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I got to get that 50%. Okay, that's fine. But once again, it depends on what your overhead is. Like, mm-hmm. it, I'm not saying don't shoot for that, but yeah. maybe that's plenty. Maybe that's not enough. Maybe you don't need it. And then you could, if you really wanted to get a job, you could wiggle your price down more. Yeah. Like numbers and knowledge are power. Numbers are everything. That really gives you the power to put together estimates where you know exactly what's going on. You know how much money is going to what and where. And then that gives you the ability to manipulate them however you want. Like, if you know, we haven't even talked about asshole tax. If we know, <laughs> if we know a customer is going to be a pain, we might bump that up a little bit. Like, yeah. we know that net profit on that job might be closer to 20 because yeah. if we don't get them, oh, well, because they were a pain in the ass anyway. Yeah. But if we do get them, then we're going to be compensated for it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, or maybe you're trying to get in with a, a builder or something. Yeah. And so you're willing to wiggle that net profit down to closer to the 10% just to get your foot in the door. Well, you know you're still making money. You're not going to lose your ass. But you might not be making as much as you could on other things, but there's that potential. And so you can make these informed decisions based on your numbers. What you look at too is before you add that profit, the percentage on there, all that's your break-even point. All that material, all that stuff. Yeah. You didn't even make any yet. (laughs) So all that, this is why it's so important to know these numbers and understand these numbers because once you do that, now you're putting your profit on. You know how low you can go. You know you can't go to 0% because you're going to be breaking even. There's no point in doing it. So you know once you have all your understanding of all your numbers, everything's figured out correctly, you know how low you can go to get in, like Katie said. So that's why it's so important. Now, like I said, there's a lot there. And that's why we lay it all out for you in the academy. We make it 
as simple as well, possible. We didn't figure this out in like a day. Oh no, no. It took us a long time to figure out. No, but so. we the way we have it in the academy, we make it actually very simple. You know, it's do this and we outline how to do it. Do this and then you outline how to do that. So we've had members that had it figured out in a week to two weeks. I think it was maybe it was like twelve days or something like that. I think. Oh uh, yeah, I think he went. Out. Through all of this stuff. He did, and he had it done pretty quickly. Um, and you will so. see immediate results. Okay. Immediately. If you have not been estimating correctly, once you start doing it right, you'll be like, oh, crap, look at that. Mm -hmm. So you can see immediate results from getting your act together and getting your numbers straight. Well, then the other thing, too, is when we first did this, we didn't have it right. You know, our overhead wasn't figured out quite right. And, you know, we improved it. It's something you kind of worked for. That's why we say do it dirty, start somewhere and move yeah, on. Yeah, so this was we had a podcast episode yeah. here recently on doing it dirty. You can't be a perfectionist about this. You just get start. started. Yep. Just take a crack at that overhead. If you mess it up a little bit, you can always go back and fix yeah. it. Take a crack at labor burden. Even if it's not perfect, you're taking a step in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> so this principle can be applied not only in landscaping, it could be anything that you're doing, any kind of work that you're doing. What this principle? The doing the, it dirty? The, how we talked about laying out your estimates. And this could be for landscape lighting, could be for water oh. features, could be for lawn means, yeah. any type of work that you do, pressure washing, anything. This all works for anything in business. Oh, uh, yeah. Whatever so, kind of services you're providing. Exactly. So, yeah, so, you know, you need to consider all these type of things when you're doing an estimate. And once you understand all that stuff and start understanding how low you can go and, and how much money you're actually going to make, you wouldn't believe the stress it's going to relieve off of you because you're actually starting to put money in your bank. And it's yeah. a true profit because you're actually understanding everything. You're accounting for all your overhead. You're not just guessing because when you do that times two, times three, you are just guessing yeah. or just adding a percentage. <laughs> you are guessing. If you do what we say and recommend, then you know your numbers. You know exactly where you have to be on things. So it's a huge relief once you understand that and know, like, when a customer says... money can't buy you happiness, but profits, you know, like buying new trucks and going on vacation, I mean, that that goes a long way mm -hmm. towards happiness. So it, I'm just it saying. Does. It does. It saying. does. So, so definitely look at all the stuff. So again, just a quick recap. It's knowing your overhead and knowing your what your true labor costs are, so your average wage, and your labor burden, your equipment costs, your materials, and then you're adding on your profit at the end there. So those are the main steps that you need to take to understand how to estimate. So this is why, again, when we close down those comments in the Facebook group, these please because, don't get your feelings hurt. Yes. We're not trying to be mean. And, <laughs> Hit us up if you're confused. Yeah, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll this help is you. why the Academy exists, yeah. because we have it laid out. Because yeah. I like cringe when I see people that are like, oh man, I wish there was a course for this or I wish there was a class for this. We're, we're like screaming from the rooftops. Yeah. We're like, we have one, please yeah. take it, use it, learn it. Well, one of the things too, and like kind of stepping back is just when we first did this, my dad saw those numbers like, oh, we can't charge that. We'll never get any work. Well, or we can just continue to not well, make money. I mean, there's yeah, that so you, you have to do what you have you know, with those numbers. Or you can take a step back and look at your overhead and see what you can cut back. Sure. Because that's the only thing you can cut back or you have to give your employees a cut, which that's probably never going to happen. I would um, recommend starting there. Don't, don't yeah. do that. So look at your overhead or you have to charge those numbers. It, it, that's why these that, are your That's numbers. just like business. Like this yeah. is life. You mm -hmm. either have to charge enough to make a profit because that's why you're here mm -hmm. or you have to not pay yourself, I guess, yeah, and run a not-for-profit. And yeah. <laughs> and then you might as well just go get a job because then you don't have the stress mm -hmm. of trying to keep everything afloat. Yeah. So you can at least get the clock out at the end of the day. So <laughs> Yeah, so definitely look at all those things. And like Katie said, do not get your feelings hurt if we shut down your comments on there. It's nothing personal. 
It's just we have to get more information. That's the biggest thing. This is mm -hmm. why we did this episode. Now, if you want to learn more, you want to know how to do all these numbers and figure them up and need help doing it, reach out to us, you know, Scott at MillionaireLandscaper.com, and we can get you set up in the academy and you will be amazed what you can well, do. Well, yeah, get yourself set up now. I mean, I know everybody's busy right now. Mm -hmm. It's April. Everyone's busy. Mm -hmm. There's nobody who's not busy. Literally no one. But think of the difference it will make by having your crap together and having your numbers straight now. And so then they are good all season long, yep. other than being like, oh, just whatever, forget it. I don't have time right now. I can't do this. Sorry, that's the voice I use with my kids when they're complaining about their <laughs> homework. I don't know why I slipped into that, but that was me imitating our children when I, we're like, oh, oh I got to do my homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But no, definitely check that stuff out. And, you know, like I said, if you want to learn more, reach out to us. Check out the Millionaire Academy. It can definitely set you up to ensure. Yes, you're people have requested. Oh, I need. I wish there was a course um, on how to, on where to learn. My, you know how to estimate. We're like, we have done. We Problem have. solved. Yes. You're welcome. So. <laughs> um, one thing to point out, if you happen to know, this is we're a little different area than what we have been doing. Our well, videos. yeah, we usually we uh, record these at home just because it's easier. But we're actually at the shop today, yeah, so. so this is our. Yeah, our that's why things look a little weird. Yeah, so. That's this is where we are. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I don't have the cards today. To ask I know questions. we forgot. So, I don't even I don't even have any weird, you know, pod deck interview questions. questions that I, can, no I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Okay. I didn't really prepare for it. Okay. So. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to reach out and don't forget if you're not in the landscape business or Facebook, get in there now. There's so many people in there that can definitely help you out with any questions you have. Um, you know, there's literally over 12,000 people in this group. So yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. It's real big. So no, get in there, get your questions answered. And like we said, <laughs> people requested a course on yeah, we, knowing their numbers and learning how to estimate. So we have, we it. have it. <laughs> Tell your friends. Yes. And no broke landscapers. It's just like a little mantra I live by. We lived the broke landscaper life and it's horrible. There was a lot of crying from me. There was some fighting between us. And I don't want anyone else to live that life. No. So, and you don't have to. No. You don't no. have to. There's, a, there's an easier way. So. You got it. All right, guys. <laughs> thanks for joining us today. And have a great day. Hey everyone, just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message.